session. Today we are talking cryptids, so this is kind of a paranormal class, so to speak. I'll explain after the intro. Let's roll. Hello everybody, welcome to Mysteries of Life, one of our brand new series that covers all things paranormal and unexplained. Kind of like a class session, but you know, something a little different than the norm. Later today we will be having Literature 101, so if you do want a regular class session, you'll want to join us then this afternoon. So today we're going to go over cryptids, specifically one. But before we do, I should explain what it is exactly. So a cryptid is a creature or being that is not classified under scientific proof, whereas you know, humans, other animals, stuff like that, plant life, all that stuff is. A cryptid theoretically could be something of reality, could be something strictly of folklore or myth, or it could actually end up being something completely different, such as the kraken, aka giant squid, that was actually found decades after, um, well, maybe a millennium, I'm trying to remember when that came out, after the actual stories arrived. Today, however, we're going to do one that many people cannot agree on, and it's actually become more prominent in the 2000s than it was previous. We are talking of the Ninjin. Now, this creature couldn't find an actual good picture. Most are artist representations and, you know, and all the other actual photos are very blurry because we don't know. So the Ninjin is something of Japanese folklore, and it's said to be a humanoid creature that lives in the icy waters near Antarctica. They are human-like and completely white in color. Some think they are some undiscovered species of ape who are able to breathe underwater. Sometimes ninjin appear to have a mermaid tail or other fin-like appendages on their body, while some say that they are able to walk on land with a set of hind legs. Now, there have been two specific videos that we have seen from Japan that have yet to be proven or disproven because really the people who shot it and the people who have watched it are back and forth. Now the fact that they say undiscovered species, that's where the giant squid uh, connection came in. The Kraken was a creature of Greek myth. Yes, I believe. Maybe not just Greek myth, just of myth. Um, a large um, cephalopod, tentacle creature, that could take down boats. Now, if you ask anybody from that time period, they would say it was a monster. And physically, it is. This thing is huge. And we're actually going to run a... Uh, I've been reading about gigantism in the ocean, so that's kind of an interesting topic that I might bring up for a uh, biology class. But the kraken ended up being the giant squid which we now have a biological, or two, maybe two specimens of. And of course, many images from underwater cameras and submarines. So, could this thing be an undiscovered species? Yes. Is it possibly some sort of humanoid creature or ape? Not exactly sure, because from what I know about apes and humans, no, no species has yet to be able to live underwater without the, um, or go underwater without the help of gear, aka 
a scuba diving set, you know, oxygen to take, mouthpiece, and all of that. But you never actually know. The fact that they say some people have seen it with mermaid or other fin-like appendages, that is also a big thing in mythology as well as undiscovered species. Many a times the creatures people see happen to resemble, surprise, things from stories, aka mermaids, aka fish people. Now, before going any further, Keep in mind the info we're about to go through is from one individual blog. This is from thoughtcatalog.com. They are writing down what they know, what they've heard, and what others have researched to be put in here. But let's see what you guys think. Now, the Ninjin started out uh, in Japan because specifically Japanese fishing and research vessels were the ones that first saw reportings of it. Upon first sighting, members of a Japanese research ship thought they were seeing a foreign summer in the distance. Upon getting closer, they realized it was a living creature. Eventually, said creature went back deeper into the water. It is believed that those aboard the research ship were able to extensively document the sighting with photos and video. That evidence has never surfaced, and, uh, either because of government influence or cultural pressure to not be associated with the paranormal events. So... First things first to break this down. These guys on this research ship saw what appeared to be a, another sub ended up being a creature. Now, theory one could have been a large animal that might have been lost or that lives off the coast. Now, off of the Japanese coast, as far as I know, not many sea animals are there of great size. Animals like humpback whales, killer whales, and many species of sharks prominently are in warmer and coastal waters. However, it's not to say that somebody off the coast of Japan could come across a whale, a shark, or something else. So theory one here is what they saw was a large fish, whale, or shark-like creature. Very possible. And considering that it probably didn't want to be interfered with by humans, it probably took off. Secondarily, what they did see was what they call a Veningen, the humanoid creature. Now again, without the actual video surfacing, and we'll get to that part in a moment, we don't know exactly what it was, and all we know is from what these individuals said. Now you can probably go online, find the actual resource and the you know, possible back and forth to see what they described it as. Now number th now. So those are the two main theories for this section here. Now, the last thing on this part I wanted to go over, government influence and cultural pressure. The biggest problem with paranormal anything or cryptid or anything, you know, extraterrestrial, many a times governments don't want to deal with what could become a crisis, so to speak, of people you know, running around and going crazy. <laughs> Excuse me. Because of that, and it happens, well, we know it happens in the U.S. all the time, governments are quick to shut down what they don't want to discuss or what they don't want to research. Now, more recently, in terms of extraterrestrial and other related space programs, we 
our government is now putting in the scientists that they have to actually put in the research to do so and go through everything that's there. Now, that's for a different episode as far as the aliens go. But it's very important to know that one reason why a lot of this stuff is on the down low or completely destroyed is because of government influence. Secondarily, cultural pressure or cultural beliefs. Most um, customs, if you go back in uh, history, they have creatures of mythology or creatures of lore. They have gods that were part man, part creature. They had creatures that were part of their story. Native Americans, Japanese and Chinese of ancient lore. Um, India, we know that they had a lot of different animals slash human creatures. And the list goes on. Europe, more, you know, not just Native Americans, but other people of North America. Unfortunately, because of how people do what they do, not a lot of people want to be associated with, with what could be a crazy theory or thought. So, so far, what do you guys think? We have basically two theories for these two. Either it was a large creature, like a whale or a shark, or it was the supposed ninja. Let's continue on. Now, ninjins rose to popular knowledge after an article was published in 2007 uh, of a Japanese paranormal magazine. The article called them, called them Antarctic humans and included a Google Maps screenshot of a ninja off the coast of Namibia. So, excuse me. So here we have them actually taking what they believe, excuse me, is a Google Map image, and you can find it on this article here. And not only is it on Google Maps, but it's actually closer to the continent of Africa than it is to Japan. Now we're going into worldwide visual. So off of this one, we're going to take that the first obviously published article was from 2007, not super long ago. Think about it. We are 15 years past, not that long considering most of what most myths and images are shown. Secondarily, the Ninjin has now moved from solely Japan or the area of Japan to the coast of Namibia. All right, so, so far we have research vessel, vessel we have Google Maps. Now, they here, oh, I'm sorry, we now have some descriptors that those who have seen it are describing the visual and the, um, the, the lifestyle of. First off, people say ninja appear most often at night. That's not too surprising. Most of the time, the creatures of lore or the creatures that you find are more comfortable at nighttime. Giant squid, for instance, usually don't show up unless it's dark. However, once in a while, as the uh, surfing video I saw recently, there was one that came out in the middle of the day. I think it was off of Hawaii. Ninjin is translated to human in Japanese. Now again, we're taking the research off of what we have here. It may not be directly the word human, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> the word human, but ninjin theoretically. Now let's, let's look it up. Okay, so according to Google, Ninjin is 
human. Okay, so there you go. Ninjin are sometimes described as the size of a human or an ape. Now keep in mind, humans and gorillas, sometimes chimpanzees, tend to stand tall the same length and possibly the same width as well. Other times, they are seen to be longer, up to 90 feet long, and similar skin to that of a whale. So some are classifying it as more human-like, some are classifying it more as whale or cetacean, which is the species, covers dolphins as well. Some people go as far as say that some of the images you find are purposely unavailable to siphon credibility. Now again, this goes back to the government influence as well as cultural pressure. A lot of the images you see are photoshopped and fraud. We know that. However, there are many images and reports that are automatically taken down that you can't find anymore or you weren't able to find to begin with due to the fact that the governments of those areas don't want to get tied up in what could be a, a crazy myth theory or cryptid theory. So really, a lot of this has to do with the places that you're living. And unfortunately, nobody wants to take a minute to even think about whether or not it could be possible. Now, there's a famous Instagram one, which you've all seen on YouTube, of a photoshopped creature, basically no arms, just two legs and a body, walking through Antarctica. Most likely this particular guy is fraud. However, it is an artist's representation of the land form of it. Now, a little more descriptive. They say that they have eyes and a mouth, but no other facial features. There is the video that I was telling you about on YouTube that you can find on here. It may, may be taken down, I'm not sure. And um, lastly, the main reason information about the Ninja Limited is because the remote location they live in means it's very expensive to take a trip with just the hopes of catching sight. Though there are also rumors the Japanese government is monitoring internet postings and photos and attempting to remove them as well. So that has two very important points there. Again, we don't have to go over it again, but the Japanese government monitoring the internet, not surprising, they do that regularly for other things. So they're probably gonna do it to take down anything that might make them look bad. But uh, the fact that it is expensive to do any sort of research is also important to know. One reason why you can't just fly into space for fun. One reason why you can't just dive. I've been watching many um, episodes of Oak Island. I've been watching some of the episodes of Bermuda Triangle. And it's not so much that they don't want to, it's that the equipment and the people that you need are expensive to get a hold of. And something that they didn't put on here is the danger factor. You are having people go to places that the body really isn't able to handle too well unless you are a professional diver or you have the correct protective gear to do so. So take a look through it and let me know what you think. It is a very interesting creature and it has a lot of personality and uh, uh, descriptor to being another underwater creature. Could it be of humanoid uh, origin? It's possible. I am definitely a uh, extraterrestrial believer that some things living in the water we have never met before. Could it be a mutated or muted version of, let's say, a whale, a dolphin, or a shark? That's possible too. How many times have we seen creatures that don't look right, but when you take DNA or you compare it to, you find out it's just a different version or a mutant version of said creature? 
I find this thing interesting, and I will definitely continue to look in on this to see what we think. What do you guys think? This is definitely a mystery of life for sure. Are you guys totally blown away, or are you guys totally ugh, disproving the entire thing? Let me know in the comments. If you weren't able to watch it live, check us out on Twitch and YouTube. Hit that subscribe. Thank you for everybody who's watching us today. As I said, later today we have Lit 101, and we're going to talk about books. Enough said. You're going to want to get your notebooks out for that one. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching, and stay curious.